and I agree. I don't need to know if you don't live in my neighborhood. Like, if you're not my neighbor, it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not, you know, if you're not a parent at my skin at my kid's school. Like, it doesn't matter. Not at all. But if you're somewhere in the circle where we're gonna, our circles are gonna touch. Just let me know, and we can steer clear. Exactly. Like, hey, bef- I just want to let you know before we engage in business, right? I, I finish your sidewalk for you. The, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm racist, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine that you're racist. Um, let me think if that is going to influence the way you pour the concrete for my pavement. It's not actually. So go mm. ahead and pour the concrete. Mm. I appreciate you. Let me know. Him. But if it's something like, hey, um, I'm a realtor and I'm racist, then I'll be like, okay, thanks for letting me know. That means you're probably not going to work for my benefit. Right, right. You're not trying to like really hook me up. You you take my money, but like you're not going to you're not going to really, really look out for me. Exactly. You're not going to when it comes time to go to the table and negotiations, you're probably not going to have my best interest at heart. So I really appreciate you. Right. But I'm going to move forward with somebody else. Yeah. You know, don't let me find out when we get to the negotiation table that mm. it's five thousand dollars left on the you, table. Oh, no, nope, no, thank you. Don't do court. that. Get my coin. You know what I'm saying? Like they offered they could we could have went up twenty thousand dollars on the offer and you ain't get it because you like black folks don't deserve an extra twenty K. Right. That's like, yeah, that would be whack. I think definitely, definitely let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Openly and uh hopefully racist, thumbs up, thumbs up. Right. Like right. I, I love having friends that are all different types and I love having, you know, exposing my son to just different cultures and all that. Especially cultures that make delicious food. Delicious. Like, delicious food. Like Asian, come on now. I if you can listen, if you got yeah. a if you got a grandma who can make a dope bao bun, honey, call me. If, if y'all know if y'all if y'all sick with the uh with the with the fried rice and the and the whatnots, if you can make let's a, a, a bomb day. Cake, like please, thanks. And on the let's night that you're cooking, day. just let's do it that day. Right. And you know what I can do? When we have a play day at my house. I'm going to make some collard greens, macaroni and cheese, and I'm going to fry some chicken. There you but go. There we go. At your house. <laughs> I want all I need, that ethnic cuisine. I need the curry chicken. I need it fresh. I need Thank it, you. I need to smell it when I park the car. I'm just okay. saying, like, let's love on one another let's with delicious thing. food. That's all right, I'm saying. Right. I, I love I'm, the, I'm trying to make sure my son got friends of all, of, of every everywhere that I enjoy food. Like, I need right. him to have some Asian friends. I need him to have some, uh, some Indian friends because I do yes. love me some Indian food. You know, I need him to have some African friends because I hear fufu is delicious. Come I need on. I need I him to have some friends of different cultures so that I could show up with my plate, okay, and make I, me some mommy friends that knows please. how to throw down. Because I'm keep I, I the foil, home. keep the foil in the trunk of the car <laughs> because it's always gonna be a need to take a little something home. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep a to go pack ready for you when you come play date over here. Facts, facts, facts. Let's live yeah. on each other with food. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Misha, man, it, it it feels like it's been a long time, but it's been one week. One and week. my goodness, I tell you, um, I am just I'm ready to get back into the thick of things. We've had us some rich topic today. And I tell you, um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get into it. And I hope all our friends out there are excited with us. Um, today we are talking about love. Love. Yes. Love. A word comes and goes. <laughs> I, I like to say, you know, um, I just want to be a girl in love. You ever, um, you ever feel like, and I think this goes back to like these reoccurring themes that we have, like, you know, wanting to be your husband's girlfriend and just wanting mm. to be, you know, um, just having that, ooh, that new relationship, ooey gooey. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes. That, oh, I just, oh, he, oh, he called me, girl. He called me like five times today. Oh, oh my God. God. You know what I mean? It's that kind of stuff that <laughs> I think that, um, that, that we're always chasing as wives that have been in it for a minute. You know, um, you miss that girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody to call me talk and talk. Okay. Call me talk and talk. You know what I'm saying? Good talk. You that know? good talk. You know, it's like, I'll be like, what? You, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> you silly. I want to make you mom, giggle still. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-mm, what? <laughs> you, 
Get off my phone. Girl, okay. I love when you can like barely talk because you're smiling so hard. Right, girl, your face hurt because you're cheesing so deep. Like, oh my God, I hate you, but I love you. Thanks. Don't we all want that? I think so many of us feel the same way. I think so many wives that have been in it for a minute want that ooey gooey butterfly feeling it you know that yeah. we see that movie magic that's why we reading these daggone novels trying to catch a feeling that's why we watching these rom-coms you know what i'm saying Thanks. like ooh, with the red wine or your coffee or whatever whatever you got just like oh, ain't that nice hmm ain't that yes nice? yes where's somebody so so i i think i think that it, the hope is not lost for us married girls who I want to say married women who just want to be girls in love listen cuffing season <laughs> as the single folks call it girl mm-hmm. wait a minute why did my why did my 15 year old son tell me mom you know it's the beginning of the cuffing season I say what what you know about some girl after I uh, <laughs> unballed my fist <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> I was like well, what is what is cuffing season, son? Mm. He was like, well, you know, that's where people try to find somebody. Okay, this is a 15-year-old's definition. Right. Uh, or you try to find somebody, you know, to be like in a serious relationship with so you mm. guys can use. Gifts and to bring in New Year together. And, you know, on the because, you know, we out of school for like almost a month for the holidays. And, you know, you go to their family house and meet their people. I said, oh, that's a really good definition of cuffing season. And it's all appropriate. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, well, oh, yes, son. I, I suppose it is cuffing season. I suppose season. it is cuffing season. You know, that's what I'm so funny. <laughs> but oh he's gosh. like, he's 15 years old. And I think he is on the cusp, y'all. And, and yeah. just keep me lifted. He is yeah. on the cusp of falling in love. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I know, Excuse right? Me. But part Excuse of me why? is like, can you even really fall in love? Look at me. I'm going to be judgy until my son turns 15 and I'm in the yeah. same situation. I have a nephew who's 15 and he yeah. he's he's a he's a big boy, like tall, um, very handsome, but like I think he's the kind of he's the he's the he's the swooning type. Like I feel like the little mm. girl's gonna be like, ooh, and I, he's so bashful. Like he's so oh. bashful. He's like shy and that kind of thing. I feel like I'm scared for him. I feel like these little girls is gonna eat him up and spit him out. <laughs> Girl, because he's such a sweetie. You know what I mean? He's the type mm-hmm. that'll be like, oh, he's just a big old teddy bear. So when we're talking about like these. This new love, that feeling, right, that you're talking about, you know, I'm like, okay, well, now that he's in this, you know, on this journey of discovering and these new feelings, right, Mm -hmm. what is it, what does it actually mean, right? So I'm like, okay, so what is love, Mm. you know, like, is it relative? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it, you know, biblical, Mm. Is it, you know, ex- the, 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 is the definition, definition of it one that comes from the couple that has been there for 50 years? Mm. Or is it the definition coming from the freshness, the newness, the, the brand new entering into mm-hmm. love, like my 15 year old yeah. son? You know, Girl, I feel like, I, I feel like. <laughs> I'm so ADHD, y'all. Like, I keep trying not to be, but every word you say, I hear a song. Like, you said, what is love? And in my head, I'm going, <laughs> what is love? Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Don't hurt, don't hurt me. me. No, no more. more. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, what? Okay, so then, you know, is it the young love? And I'm sitting up here thinking of Jamie Foxx infatuation. And I'm just like, God, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Why are all these songs? In my head. <laughs> See, because that's I an experienced love. It, it, I think it's the things that, that swarm in the different phases of love. You know what I'm saying? I yes. think what's nice about the falling in love, right? It's the it's the falling in love. It's the getting to know you. It's the vibing with you. It's the, you know, discovering that we have shared interests, you know, 
it's uh, I think it's all of those things that kind of yes. make love so you're like oh my god you love that movie too oh my god I love that movie it's oh, the connection it's the connecting that just feels um so magnetic right and that's kind of where the sparks hit off it's like whenever you and I feel like it's it, it, it's similar to it with uh with girlfriends whenever you like oh my god and you oh my god we got yes girl like it's like that vibe but it's like next level, right? Yes. And so yes. I think it's all of that on the on the new side. Man, I wish I could be a high schooler falling in love again. That is Girl. So, it's so special. Girl, so listen, the definition, like true definition mm-hmm. of love, and this hurts me a little bit. It says an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something that's the noun and then the verb is feel deep affection for someone Mm. or like or enjoy very much Mm. that is the like the most dry yeah i know right i was like that's it that's love that need like i feel like it it like I'm a baker and I'm like, it just needs some simple syrup. It's just so dry. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is it it like a drown, a dry pound cake or like, or some you know, milk in it. <laughs> yeah, you slice the cake and you don't cover it up for a couple of hours. And at first, the next slice is dry. It's like, mm. like that is it. That is, that is all we can offer somebody who was looking for the definition of love. And I will tell you, an intense feeling of deep affection mm-hmm. that is not really what human to human love feels like you notice i'm glad you said that because this is i think where so many people go wrong um and in case you're wondering our topic today is called teach me to love mm-hmm. you are I, I think that the problem is that whenever we get caught up in feeling like everybody wants that feeling but that feeling has to be rooted it has to be rooted in something deeper and in something greater, right? And um, if it's not rooted and 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 grounded and secured in something deeper, it will be fleeting. Talk about it. You know what I mean? It's gonna be. It's gonna waver. It's it's mm-hmm. notwithstanding. So that whenever that feeling is gone that's when you're going to be thinking I need to go or this ain't, this ain't working or, you know, we're not in love no more. So I don't want to do this no more. Mm. That's, that's the problem with modern marriage, right? Is that you, 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 you think that love is a feeling. And as soon as your feeling run cold or, um, you know, wavering or your interests have changed or your, your focus is shifted. Now, now you don't think you love anymore and that's not necessarily true no and that is that is that is so real it is the the rooting and the foundation when you think of like a tree Mm -hmm. um and you know a new tree and how the roots grow over years and years and years and years those roots go through some things to continue to produce the tree that we see above ground. Mm-hmm. A lot of times those roots are exposed and sometimes our love has to be exposed. Some things happen mm-hmm. and you know, the neighbor see the police in the front yard, the, the family got to come together for a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes <laughs> love is, you know, the roots of it or the issues of it, that thing are exposed. And sometimes they got to break through some things. You've seen roots of trees crack up some sidewalks, break the foundation of mm. something in order to keep pushing and persevering. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't have roots that are strong enough and deep enough mm-hmm. to break through the concrete cement, bust up some foundation in some different places so that you guys can still thrive, mm-hmm. then that ain't, that ain't the kind of love. <laughs> right. That you know, it, yeah. That ain't, that, that ain't, well, let's just say if it does, that's the real love. That's uh, everlasting. That can withstand. That's the that's love. Can I add that? Like, I think that I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want anybody to feel like there is not hope in it, because even if you if you feel like you ain't there right now, it doesn't mean that you can't 
get there. I love that tree analogy. We're definitely going to hit that later. I want to put a pin in that one because I definitely yes, want to yes. I want to circle back to that tree analogy because I think when we talk about improvement that it that that it's going to make so much more sense. But Misha, can we talk a little bit about um what it means to love because this is the thing. We're talking about love as a as a, you know, as if it's its own thing, right? Like mm-hmm. What is love? Love, uh, the the dry, dry, uh, uh, bare bones definition is deep affinity for someone, right? Yes, yes. That's that's the that's the simple, right? Mm-hmm. But what does that mean in application? What does it mean to actually love someone? And and I'm not, and and, and I think it looks different whenever it um it's applied in different spaces, right? Because the way we love our, our, our girlfriends is not going to be the same way we love our children. It's definitely not going to be the same way we love our man. Facts. Um, and since we are talking about, you know, marriage. Yes. What I will say, and this might be controversial, mm. uh, but this is, you know, somebody speaking from a 20-year love. Okay, right? we, we scooting up, we scooting up. Love is just doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> That's love. <laughs> Wait, come back. We need some more. What is what? It's just doing things you don't want to do. That sounds like slavery. Um. Well, I mean, I get that. Suffering. I, I get that. I get. Like, that. I get that. I, I don't want to suffer. I get, I get how it sounds like that. I get how it sounds like that. But when we talk about, again, this is just this is perspective. So mm-hmm. so so walk with me here, okay? Mm-hmm. So naturally, you know, we have our, our disposition is self-preservation. Like you know, that's natural. Like to pr- preserve yourself, right? Yeah. Until you really experience love, and it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. Then you 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 know that it can be reci- that it that love can be reciprocated and somebody can love you mm-hmm. and then you love them and then mm-hmm. you feel like okay you know when it's done properly it's you know everything is you know reciprocated one to another and so mm-hmm. you the the need for for self preservation fades a little bit because you mm-hmm. feel like somebody is also interested in your self-preservation, right? So mm-hmm. you take an interest in preserving them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like, oh, okay, my wife is, a, a guy might say, my wife is tired, mm-hmm. so let me do the dishes. Mm-hmm. And then you say, my husband worked all day, let mm-hmm. me prepare a meal, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you're taking care of each other, right? Mm-hmm. But so naturally, that's, that's something you didn't want to do. But yeah. okay. you've decided because this person has shown love to you, you've shown love to this person, that it's okay to do something that you don't really want to do, do. Because I'm mm-hmm. tired. I went to work. I really want to come home and lay down. But because I love my husband and he worked as well, mm-hmm. I'm going to fix this meal. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm tired. I went to work. I really want to lay down. But because my wife worked as well and fixed this meal, I'm going to do the dishes. So right? you're, yeah, I mean, that sounds like teamwork, right? It sounds um, like teamwork. And so, it, go ahead. But uh-huh. in essence, if we want to break it down, like, you know, Google or Wikipedia or whatever breaks it down. Yeah. You're really doing things that naturally you don't want to do. So because love, you love uh-huh. the person. Okay. So love is like setting, setting self aside, um, to to benefit the other person you're saying it's it's like putting my own feelings emotions interest to the side to care after the other person exactly and if you break it down even more love is selflessness you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And people hear that all the time. Like when you love somebody, there has to be selflessness. You have to not, you know, think about yourself. But but naturally we do, right? We and our society teaches us that we should, right? I mean, I mean, right. how many times I can I can hear right now the modern woman going, What about me? I can hear the modern man because we see so many like 
uh, discussions between couples. And I see, and it seems that like when men speak, everybody's screwed up. Everybody's like, okay, what's the man gonna say about relationship? Right, 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 right. And whenever they're talking and <clears throat> and they're saying, you know, oh, this is what a woman should do, or this is how a woman should be, and yada yada yada. Um, it's it is very very um, it's it's very self focused. It's very you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. self-driven you know what I mean because I, I and I recall and I don't know that we talked about this but I recall this discussion be- on this uh, on this one panel where this this these guys and these girls were having this conversation just around what does a man need a woman for type mm. thing oh. like that yeah like um well I can everything that you say you do as a wife can be a hired service mm. so if you if you if you Vice say, okay. I mean, yeah, but they're, <laughs> but they're saying you can't hire somebody to take care of you in the terms of like, if I provide for you in the traditional, like husband, wife sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you are staying home, everything that you're doing at home, I, I could have been a hired service for me. So I could hire a housekeeper. I could hire a meal service. I can hire um, a babysitter to keep my kids. I can hire all these services, right? Okay. Um, that you say that you can provide to me, but mm-hmm. I'm providing for you. I, you know, because I'm here, you have the opportunity to not have to work. I just created ease in your life. So you, as a reasonable service, have these things to do, but is it any real value in those things? And I was just like, Dang, that's cold. Yeah, I'm getting ready to throw up and fight at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm saying? That is cold. You know what I mean? Like, well, it could be a higher service, but the thing is this, that would be spending more money than you would have to spend anyway. I don't call, but it ain't, but not only that, um, you can't hire somebody to care after you when you're sick, sir. You can't hire somebody to keep, you can hire a personal assistant to keep track of your appointments and be like, oh, make sure I go to the doctor and make sure I this and that and that. But most men don't think like that. But so, the, 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 the thing about that is women can, I can today hire someone to do what my husband does. <laughs> Okay, so in terms of cash. Okay, wait, go ahead. Wait, say that again. I missed it. You said you can hire somebody to do exactly what my husband does. Okay, because because payment does not have to always be in something that folds a jingle jingle. Okay, but 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 I mean, if he's working, his income is working for your household. So your lifestyle. No. 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 Because what I have. And what mm. I provide also is valuable and can be used as currency. Okay. 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 So Talk about it. There are women right now who live a beautiful lifestyle and do absolutely nothing because they have hired someone using their the power of the tongue, using femininity mm-hmm. and sexuality mm-hmm. as a currency. And so huh. they have okay. hired a man to provide for them and they pay them with their femininity, uh-huh. their sexuality uh-huh. and the power of their tongue. Because there are needs that every gender has and men need femininity, mm-hmm. sexuality mm-hmm. and the power of a woman's tongue because mm. it builds, it molds and it provides a crown for anybody who thinks they're the king of the castle. You can't have all of that if ain't nobody calling you. You're not a king if don't nobody call you that. Mm. First off. Mm. Second, your physical need, your Mm -hmm. animal need needs to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And the only Mm -hmm. way you can get that is if I hire you to do that. Mm. I have to give you permission to have access. Mm. And there is a fee. It's Mm -hmm. an interest fee. Everybody, it ain't free before 10 over here. <laughs> you have to pay for the VIP suite. You don't get yeah. no table and bottle service over here for nothing, sir. Right. Costs. Well, and third, go. femininity. Mm-hmm. There is the stroking of a man's ego that he can't yeah. do for himself. And it costs to have that. Mm. You need my femininity around to mm-hmm. bounce against your masculinity so that you feel like one. Otherwise, mm. you don't know really if it if it's really hitting like you think it's hitting. 
Ooh, y'all better don't. <laughs> Ooh. Please believe yeah. that everything that folds and jiggles is not the only currency used for this thing to work. Again, mm. reciprocal. You can hire Molly May. You yeah. can hire a personal assistant. Yeah. You can hire somebody to come and pick up and fold your laundry. Sure you can. can do all of those things, but they will not crown you. They will not king you. They will mm. not make you feel like a man, stroke your ego, mm. and make sure that when you fall asleep, you snoring. Okay. Mm. Oh. And I, oh. <laughs> well, that's that Baby. on that. That's that Baby. on that. <laughs> Listen. Right. And as a former, as a former housewife, yeah, yeah, it is. I I really realize the uh-huh. value that I bring in just those three things. Mind I mean, you, the other services, taking care of your kids and and cooking the meals and vacuuming and make sure the bed made after we get all of those things. But just those things that I bring, yeah, yeah, that's, without that's moving, that's without enough. moving. So it's very expensive. Well, listen. it's very expensive. There you go. And just like that. So let's talk. Let's talk to our wives. I feel like that was a whole mic drop. So I'm going to just say on let's talk to our wives about how to know if you are loving well. And I feel like Misha said, if he ain't snoring, you ain't loving well. But that, I could be taking that wrong. <laughs> Let me put you to bed, bed, bed. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've, I think um, how to know if you're loving well, um, Misha, if we're if you are a wife and, yes. and you are missing the ooey gooey, you are missing the butterflies, you feeling mm-hmm. like things are dry, but you want to do a self check, which I think we should all do. How do I know if I am loving well? Um and, and I'm going to just add some stuff and then you let me know what you think. I, I, I think, how do you know if you're loving well? I would say, one, um, is it is it joyful? Is it joyful? Mm. If, if you have uh, resentment or anger or malice in anything that you are doing, you are not loving well. Because you know if what? it's coming from a place that is, you know, unsettled, mm-hmm. if it's coming from a ah place, mm-hmm. I would say there's work to be done. You know what? And I'm going to say this. And this is going, this is a little bit different than the way you said it. And of course, what we think can be different. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you're loving will by, by what the other person, by everything you said is about what the other person is feeling. Right. Mm. And I think the other part that's also a factor to know is if you are being loved well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like good. the way I know I'm loving what I'm loving well. I flip that thing. Right. Mm. So mm-hmm. when I look at my husband, mm-hmm. if he has a good energy, if he got some black man joy walking around the house, mm-hmm. if he is not if he seems light his mm-hmm. mood is light. He can mm-hmm. smile and laugh. He doesn't seem like he's, you know, tense. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I put him to bed last night, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Put that thing on him. You know, yeah. and he didn't <laughs> eat good. Yes. <laughs> he knows that there is going to be another meal somewhere in the near future. Mm-hmm. You know, if he is, if he is happy, and I feel like our our relationship is healthy and I'm providing them the things he needs, that's how I know I'm loving well. Right. And then yeah. when I can turn around and I feel the same lightness, I feel the same pep in my step when I'm li- when music come on, I can sing to it. And I'm thinking about my husband. That's yeah. how I know that I'm loved well. Yeah. Loved well. Definitely. I think that's so good. I think what I'm <clears throat> I really want to get our wives to focus inward. Like I really want our wives to focus on, OK, what's my part? How am yes. I loving well? Um, how how can I make this thing better you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because yeah I mean we can we can point fingers and we can say you know what I don't feel this I don't feel that he needs to do this he needs to do that right and 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 to be a hundred percent fair 
I get it. You get what I'm saying? I get it. There are situations and there are circumstances where, yeah, he needs to step up to the plate. He needs to do some things. That's a, that's, mm. I'm going to just say that's a given. Okay. So I don't want yes. no one to feel like mm, I got to do all this stuff and whatever, cause right. he needs to this and he needs to that. So I just want to make sure that that's said, that we understand that. And that that's a hundred percent clear. Um, I do want, I do, you know, definitely, but I, I feel like what, what can I do to, to love Will? And I know I started with saying that, you know, that it's, that it's like my heart's intent. It's how I feel about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's important just to think about my, my motivation in it. I want, and, and I think there are a couple things you can think on if you're looking to make those improvements. So let's talk a little bit about improvements. Um, Misha, you, 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 you gave that beautiful analogy earlier about the tree. And I was like, let's pin that. Cause I, I definitely love that. And that analogy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you were, you were talking about how the root system of the tree can break up concrete, can destroy all these things, which is so true. Yes. And, uh, I said that if you, it, that, that if it's not, doesn't mean you can't get it. So if you've ever encountered a sick plant or a sick tree or uh, or uh, a piece of vegetation that needs to be nursed back to health, you know, there are a couple things that you got to do. Right. First, yeah. you got to prune. You got to prune what's dead. Right. Mm. You got to get. You got to get rid of all the dead things. Okay, if there's a if there's an area that is dried out, it's it's dead. It doesn't work no more. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it uh, we're out. not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna keep trying to go back and water that thing and make that thing better and perk it up because it's dead. It's done. It doesn't work no more. So there and the dead things could be so many things. It could be old practices that you had in your relationship. Mm. It could be things that you used to do that no longer work for where you are currently in your relationship. Um, it's okay. When we were 20, we used to do this. You're not 20 no more. You got to revamp right. and rethink and redo. So getting rid of all the dead things first, you got to do some pruning in your relationship. You got to cut some things out. Um, and this goes for not only, uh, things that you used to do together in terms of like sexually or things that you had together that was like interesting, like, oh, we used to go bowling, but now both of y'all hate bowling. Don't nobody feel like going to a bowling alley. We do with that. Let's find us something new and exciting exciting that we can engage with together but we're gonna cut bowling off because bowling ain't it right that goes the same for friends for friends um and misha maybe you know something too about this but i think that there is a sometimes as a couple you have to step off from some friendships and when you are a couple sometimes you make you make couple friends right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there are some couple friends that might be draining your marriage relationship and mm-hmm. so you got to be mm-hmm. careful with who you guys yoke up with because their habits can become your habits. So if toxicity. you notice, you know what I mean? Talk, talk, toxicity transfers. Yeah. So if you find that like, who man, every time we get with them, it ain't, you know, it's the last five years, it's been just stressful. It's been draining. They dealing with this. They dealing with that. We keep trying to speak life unto them. And then like they stuff coming to our stuff because she talking to you. He talking to me. And like, now we fighting about they still like, we got to cut them mm. off. So you have to cut off the dead things in your, in your marriage. I think the next thing you got to do is you got to reintroduce some uh some fresh soil. Have you ever had a plant and it's grown and the Come plant stops growing, it don't have no more room for the roots for the roots to expand. So you have to repot it. Sometimes you have to take away uh the current surrounding situation and put yourself in a new environment. Yes. Um and that could be so many things. Maybe maybe your church is a place that that you've just become stagnated and you need something fresh and new. And you just maybe need a new place to root and 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 grow. That might be it. I don't know, but it's important for you to get together with your spouse and to do that work and figure out where can we where can we reinvigorate? Where can we find us some fresh soil, you know? Hmm. Um and then uh, not only that, but you got to make sure that you're getting enough water and enough sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> Come on through. Come you know on through. I mean? the, nu- yeah. the nutrition, you the water I mean? and the sunlight. Nurturing. You got to introduce things that are nurturing into your relationship. And what is that? That's 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 feeding anything that you want to grow in your marriage. So if I want if I want, um, you know, us to have happy, happy times and happy feelings and we need to have more uh 
joyful experiences mm-hmm. together, then y'all need to feed that area of your marriage, of your relationship, and try to create more experiences. Let's uh let's take a road trip. Let's uh let's do something together. Let's mm-hmm. start playing a new game and see if we can conquer this. Or let's learn this new skill together. You know, you gotta start feeding and watering the areas that need that nurture. So yes. I think that this is really how you begin to make those improvements. Now, sis, granted, yes, you are uh, responsible for your part. And I know that you can only do so much, but be the cheerleader in that area. I want us to get better. I want us to have a long lasting marriage. Like I'm trying to grow old with you. I I want us to be walking hand in hand with white hair and people to be like, man, I want to be like that when I get old, you know, let's be that. And let's, let's do the things necessary to be that yeah and you know what I think all of that is amazing like you have to these are the tools y'all if you if you needed a toolkit she just mm-hmm. gave you a toolkit you know what I'm saying what you need to do and you but you gotta know and identify the fact that you are not nourishing and and giving your marriage what you need mm. or just walking around being partners Mm. And that the love is not growing. It is not maturing. Your mm-hmm. tree is not maturing. It has not produced any new fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, it, um, it, there's no budding of the leaves. You, yeah. have to, you have to know that and you have to surrender to that to decide, hey, uh, the tree ain't growing. The love ain't growing. Yeah. Right. Um, my roots are not they they've stopped they're they're drying up right what do they mm-hmm. need they need that water they need that sunlight yeah you know and so you have to surrender to that and be looking at your marriage and reflecting on your marriage to know that you need to pour into it yes for the love to grow right you need the nourishment you need the things to 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 get to the next level right they mm-hmm. say that every tree if you looked at a tree it has rings you know on the inside the the tree um what's it called a it's the, the, it's the uh, rings uh, that the, it tells you like how how old the, the tree uh, is and what the history the of trunk. the tree the trunk yeah, yes. the trunk right you want to increase the rings and the tree trunk you want to increase the years of your marriage mm. you have to do the things to nourish it absolutely right? so identify first that ain't no new rings in your tree <laughs> yeah yeah Misha talk to our talk to our ladies a little bit because I mean you've been in this thing longer than both of us um what 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 do what should the wives do if they find themselves in a place of resentment like what if you find it like I'm mad I'm frustrated I don't I don't have the energy what what they're feeling underappreciated they're feeling obligated like it's just not a good space to be in you know what? I think that is that's really a good question because what happens it again if you go back to my original <laughs> my mm-hmm. original uh tar, uh definition of love when I say doing things that you don't want to do. Yeah. I think that is when a lot of times that's when resentment sets in. When you're tired of it sets in. And that's because you are doing things that you don't want to do because you mm-hmm. love this person. And nobody is doing the things that they don't want to do because they love you. Mm. You know, so you like I cook, I clean, I take care of the kids, I wash all of the clothes and I work a full time job and I can't get I can't get you to wash the cars on the weekend. I can't get you to make sure the trash is taken out before the trash man comes. I can't Mm. get you to um, do right with the money so the lights don't get cut off or so that we can take a family vacation, right? So when there's not the reciprocation of the sacrifice of self, Mm -hmm. then that is when resentment sets. And that's when you look up and you say, wait, because we're in this wheel, but every mm. once in a while, you stop pedaling and be like, wait a minute, I'm the only person in there sweating. I'm pedaling mm. hard. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. on a brisk jog. And I'm running this thing like it is the race of my life. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you feel like I'm working real, real, real hard. And nobody's working hard With for me. my benefit. Yeah. You know, or on my behalf. Or for yeah. this marriage like I am. Mm-hmm. And so... For a, a wife who realizes that mm-hmm. and 
hopefully you can catch it before you get to resentment, before you get to, I don't like it here. Do mm-hmm. he love him? Does he still love me? Do we still work? Mm-hmm. on each other those mm. questions you ask yourself seeing yourself in your own apartment seeing yourself <laughs> right you, know, you kids and you can do it and don't need no help you know what i'm saying and you can right. hire all of the help you need to hire you know you can outsource the things before you get to that point we hope that you stop and you recognize that your tree is not being nourished mm. and but if you are there then i think again it is about the surrender Surrender to it, to your spouse, mm. and give them the opportunity to fix it. Because sometimes in the rat race of the world, neither one of us realizes that we're not doing our part. You know, that's so facts. I, I feel like, can I just like, can we just pause right there? Because I feel yeah. like that, that you said something right there with um, neither one of us knows. And that's that's the trip in that, is that um, I know I've personally had conversations with my husband that has been just really uncomfortable and where I'm just like, okay, this ain't cutting it, that ain't cutting it. And he's like, what are you even talking about? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that part is is always just such a trip. Because to me, it's obvious, right? It's, it's of course, you should know that this ain't what it is. But he's like, well, I thought that, you know, I thought that everything was fine. Because, like, for a while, I was needing a whole lot of uh, bounce chicka wow wow. And brother mm-hmm. man was like, I'm tired, I'm working, I'm tired, I'm working. And I was like, I'm finna get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And to him, he was like, Oh, I didn't know it was that deep. Like, I just thought that you understood that I'm working and that I'm doing this and I'm benefiting our family. But on mm-hmm. my side, I'm saying, Sir, like, I need some tender love and affection, okay? Get that thing, boy. Get right. that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel that, like, that that obliviousness of it, that whole, like, oh, I didn't even know. You know, I think that that's so real. And we have to give credit um, or grace, I want to say, in those sorts of situations. Because mm-hmm. you can't be ready to just take a, take a, take a man out because... Now he's not meeting this need that he doesn't even know he's not meeting. Hmm. Right. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. That's real. My my husband all he he says to me a lot of times that um the things that I he didn't know <laughs> funny he did not know that that the small business that I have the podcasting that we do he thought that that was my self care. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is hilarious. He was like, but you do that for you. And it takes Oh time my away. God. He said it takes time away from the family. It takes time away from, you know, the marriage, because these are things that you do by yourself without me, without right. you know, they don't they don't they don't have they don't anything to do me. with our marriage, anything to right. do with our our lifestyle. And he said, I thought you like enjoyed them and that's where you found your peace. And that's what you did. So when I'm like, okay, I want to also, you know, I want to, I'm going to get my nails done and my toes done, or I want to get a massage or when he was like, he's like, you just always doing everything for yourself. Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like that's my husband. I feel like he does. He says the same thing. He's like, oh, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I really just want like a girlfriend of mine was telling me how her husband let her go for a weekend uh, it was like the extended, it was like Labor Day weekend. So she got an extra day. She got like three days to just mm. sleep, to sleep to her heart's contentment, to to read a book uninterrupted, mm. take herself out to dinner, get a massage, go to the movies, like just do her thing and come back completely refreshed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, that would be so nice. My husband was like, but you be going to the store by yourself sometimes and I keep, I keep the kid. And I'm just like, but you don't understand. Like that's an... That's still an errand. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it is still mm-hmm. even people who who uh, who do what they love for a living. It's still work. Yes. You get what yes. I'm saying? So it's still work. Like, yeah, you do what you love, but you work in and everybody needs that rest. And work is not ever rest. And and that's what I think men miss. You know what I mean? I feel like they think if I do what I love, then I'm I'm good. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so. <laughs> So again, like we had kept come to an under we had to come to an understanding. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, before 
Um, and I and I I appreciate the fact that he came to me and said that before he built up resentment about it. Mm-hmm. Even though it was casual, it made me take a look at okay, what do I do that does not include our marriage? That does yeah. not include the children. Mm-hmm. Is it too much? You know, at one point it was because I was also, you know, uh, in choir, and then I was also doing some catering. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I you was, and then I was, on. you know, trying to do some, you know, other events, you know, and all of these things. And I saw these things as trying to build something. Yeah. You know what I'm and my husband was like, "But you know, we're established and we're good, and so you're doing. So I feel like, you know, you're doing these things just for you." Mm. you know and and I was like okay I can understand that and because I love him even though I want to do all of the things right 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 right. I have to say you know what that doesn't look like love to him so love is sacrifice essentially yeah I think that and man that's so real if you're not sacrificing then you're not loving well I think that's kind of the undercurrent here yes yes and it sounds and and please know that you know, we saying you sacrifice and you doing things that you don't want to do. You uh, you know, you giving up this or you giving up that for time and you know, relationship building and nourishing for your relationship. But when you are loving well, yeah, you are also able to be loved well. So doing your part mm. is is kind of the the caveat, you know, um Mm-hmm. It, it, of somebody doing their part absolutely i love that if you're not if you're loving well then you then you're open then you're positioned to be loved well i like that yes, yes. um i like that a lot i think to my own question it's for me it's all about perspective it's all about how you see things um and it's all about it's all about the scripts that you allow to run in the back of your mind um, we have so much control over our own thought life mm-hmm. that I don't know that we that we pay attention to our thoughts. And this is this is this is so key. You cannot let your mind run rampant. OK, you cannot let your mind just wander and go into just the depths of the no, no, <laughs> of, um, of the no, no, because this is it. Um, you can spiral out and it's easy to do. It's easy to do. So, yeah. so that feeling underappreciated, there's going to be scripts that can hit like, you know, what, he don't appreciate I cooked all this meal and all this stuff. And you know what? He's on my nerve and this and this, like mm. all these things. If you ruminate on those things, they're going to continue to feed that feeling and that thing is going to grow. And before you know it, you got a big, hairy, audacious monster uh, circulating in your head that is your ultimate hindrance to having happiness in your marriage now you don't want to sacrifice for him now you almost borderline hate this dude you know mm. now you you can't you can't get yourself motivated to do anything uh that is remotely loving because you are walking around essentially pissed you gotta watch your thought life you gotta watch uh watch what you're watching watch the stuff you watching because the stuff that you watch impacts your thoughts um, whether you mean it to or you don't. So yeah, yeah. just just be careful of that. Like, don't be up here watching Snapped and whatnot. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think um, the last question, and I'm just going to combine this as we're running out of time. Um, what do I do if I fall out of love? And can love really fix it all? Mm. What do I do if I fall out of love? I I feel like I would be answering a question with a question. I feel like, what do you mean you fell out of love? <laughs> Did you love at all to begin with? Right. What definition of love are you operating under? Um, mm. If this man fell into a coma today, would you be devastated? Or would you just be like, you know what? Now I'm free. Ooh. I think, I think if your answer is the latter, then mm. you have truly fallen out of love. Um, but if you if you think on that and you know, something devastating happened to that man and you just can, cannot cannot turn it around, cannot do better, cannot get over it, mm-hmm. it's not an issue of being in love. You're, you 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 just got to work on those woman fuzzies. It's the woman fuzzies. It's the infatuation. Mm. Um, I don't think I will ever fall out of love with my husband, mm-hmm. I will never fall to a place where I don't love him. 
mm-hmm. I might fall to a place where I don't like him mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I don't um, feel like dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Or, that's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where I don't, you know, today you ain't cute to me this week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your yeah. breath stank, your feet stank. Like uh, everything about you is uh. Right. You gassy. Like I might fall out of those places, but I will never fall out of love. I will never drop down to a place where I don't love, where I don't want to do the things that I don't want to do and have mm-hmm. them reciprocated, right? Mm-hmm. I won't fall from that place. But if I ever did, <laughs> mm-hmm. if I ever did, I feel like it was because I didn't surrender and I I missed the opportunity uh. to prune the tree, huh. to get sunlight and to get uh, water and to get new soil and to clip what's dead, the things that you uh, said, that yeah. means that I missed that opportunity. Yeah. And I need to go back and we need to like dig that thing up and mm-hmm. repot it. That's good. That's okay? good. Because the love is there. The tree still going to live. It can still live. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the overall. I think that's the overall whenever... Um, whenever we're giving and providing that advisement to our listeners is that you can always come back from it. It just simply takes you having that will and that desire to to do it, uh, do the work and to get there. Um, and we're always saying it, but it is so true. You got to be willing to do your part till death do you part. You do your part and your marriage will be successful. Misha, I want to go ahead and to wrap us up, I want to just end us with this because I feel really inspired by what we talked about today. I feel yes. like I've got some work to do myself. The, this one question, what are you doing for your man this week? What are you doing to love your husband well this week? And I can go first to answer my question since I asked the question and like, what you doing? Um, I, I, my husband has said this. I used to do this back when we were, um, newly married and all this, I used to give him baths and it was something Ooh. he really, really liked. You know, I would, you know, massage his scalp and scrub his feet and, you know, make it mm-hmm. real nice for him. And he felt it was really relaxing. And then I would give him a massage and, you know, he would sleep like a rock. So, um, my hope is to make him a really wonderful dinner today mm-hmm. and to give him a bath as just an act of, you know what? I still love you. Oh, that's beautiful. And you know what? I have no plans, but I will make some. (laughs) (laughs) Just to keep it a thousand. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do for that man, but it'll be something. It's going to be something. It'll be beyond the regular. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear next week what you did for your husband, and I'll be happy to report how everything went over here uh, with the hot bath. I'm going to just be really, really, really intentional because it's so easy for me to just ADD and forget what I said I was going to do, but I'm going to try to stick to it. Um, We have so much to do. Oh, my gosh. We have got to get going, but... Dope wives, keep on doing your part, girlfriend, till death yes. do you part. And until we see you again, keep on loving yourself and loving that man. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>